Good people, it is with my deepest sympathy that I announce this. For some of you, this news will have been known. And for those who aren't aware, this will become as a shock. And I can only hope you are able to console each other in these hard times. I hear that support groups are being established across the UK. For more information on this, please do contact your local council. Craig Charles will not be hosting this season of Robot Wars. I know this may come as a shock to many, and I wish you all the best in these hard times. I myself will be mourning about this throughout the entirety, or at least an hour, of this episode. I will now be consoling myself with rum and ham. Good night. Back to the studio. Thank you, Peel. That is uh, pretty shitty news. And now to Craven for the weather. It's going to start raining men. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast This episode's the worst so it's probably the last With unopposed to claim banter It's banter behind the throne Good evening and welcome to episode 29 of Banter Behind the Throne uh, My name is Lord Craven, I'm in charge this week And whilst David forever to be known on the internet as the King of the Castle I am going to claim the title of Captain of the Ship which means this week my distinguished bosun is Dave Bamford. Say hello, Dave. Hello. And we have got a new cabin boy uh, in the form of Patrick Haynes. Say hello, Patrick. Hello. Okay, this week we are going to talk briefly about what we did. Uh, we've got a new um, organised play kit to discuss. Some little spoilers from the Fantasy Flight Games announcement of the uh, final chapter pack in the cycle, is it? Or the second to last? Uh, final one, yep. Final one. Uh, then we have got our own spoilers to talk about. Uh, this time round, we've got two Targaryen ones, so we're going to uh, give them a little bit of a once-over. And then Patrick's going to bring to us a uh, deck build, uh, a deck build idea he wants to go through. But before we do that, for anyone who hasn't heard of you, Patrick, would you like to give us a little introduction about yourself, where you come from, and what you've done in Thrones thus far? Yeah, sure. I'm, uh, I'm from Madison, Wisconsin, in the U.S., and... Um... I've been playing Thrones for about two years now at the competitive level, and I uh, took second at Worlds this year in uh, second edition, and I won a star championship this year, and that's, that's about all I've done significantly. <laughs> well, that, that's more than enough, I think, in my book <laughs> to count as significant. <laughs> Patrick, uh, I put it to you, you are responsible, at least in part, for the uh, prevalence of the Lannister Rose build. How do you plead to that charge? Uh, yeah, no, I'm a, no contest. That's a, that's a, I did that. I helped with that. Now, I've got a very interesting statistic about that, actually. Um, Bambi reported to me uh, last week that he went to a tournament in um, in the Netherlands. I think in the same city where it's going to be holding Dockside Brothel in a, about a month or so's time. And there was only 11 people turned up to it. But seven of them, seven people were running a variation of your deck. I, I did see that, and I will say it was first Aaron Glazer's deck, and then and then we tweaked it a little bit, and I played it a little bit more recently. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's everywhere. 
and I'm a little annoyed at myself because I played it because I just like it's a really good deck and I just wanted to win a store championship, but I hate playing against it and now it's everywhere yeah. and I feel like I'm responsible for that. So how do Don't you worry. kill it? Yeah, how do you beat? How do you beat it? That's that's why it's such a good deck. There's like there's no real easy counter to it i mean i think like one of the best ways is probably just to play anything that's really good at killing taiwan because if you can kill taiwan it's a lot easier to read yeah, it i would agree with that um i think the the biggest thing that's going to kill it or at least go towards killing it is going to be the release schedule um at this stage the releases have been pretty good at bolstering anything that it takes lannister as a banner so hopefully over the next couple of months, we'll see some more stuff which should level the playing field out a little bit. Um, it reminds me of when I was playing Conquest, um, when that first came out. With each chapter pack that came out, I mean, that was the first time I've really experienced a game starting from scratch. And I noticed that every month when the new pack came out, the kind of strongest deck of the meta shifted dramatically because fantasy fight games like to have a, a whole theme across the whole cycle, but they reinforce it at various stages. So I think that at the moment Lannister has got the not the real juice, but I think in a, hopefully in a couple of months' time that may level out a little bit. So yeah, that's probably going to be the thing that does it in. But for the time being, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to beat it at all. It's really really good. Well, if you have a if you have Nymeria who just came out, you can take Tywin's Intrigue and give him some old Tears of Less. That's yeah. a pretty good way to. That is a good way. I've found that's the best way to kill him. Either that yeah. or Varus everything and march him. Yeah, I, that deck struggles against a lot of Varus some of the time. I find that if you're playing, if if the Lanny Rose deck is playing against a deck that plays like two or three Varus and it can actually get off Varus like two or three times and recover it, recover from that Varus, uh, the Lanny Rose deck will have a lot harder of a time to uh, build back up, especially if you can get rid of Tywin in the Varus. So what we need to do is just print Hollow Hill and Bleeds and Jobs are good. And Lanny exactly, Rose is no yeah. more. No more, yeah. Fantastic. I'll, I'll email Nate later. Okay. So, that's the introductions done and out of the way. Um, Dave, what have you been up to this week? Oh, that was cruel picking on me when I am the peel of this week. Well, and, we need a peel. <laughs> and I have not played Thrones, which is very sad. Shocking! Behavior. I know, I know. Uh, I, I wanted to play Thrones, uh, but it just hasn't happened for me this week. I haven't been able to, to pull through. Um, and my cards haven't arrived, and they were supposed to be released on Thursday. So, and it's now Wednesday, so that's irritating. So it's kind of killed a bit of the passion, you know. When new cards arrive, which will definitely be tomorrow, even though I'm busy all weekend. Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Tagore happier. said this. Tagore said this in um, the group chat um, the other day, like. I think he was sort of just whimsically throwing it out there, you know, when you want to deck build, but you know new cards are coming out. Mm. It does put, put the brakes on a little bit. Fair enough. What what actually have you done, though? Like, talk about something interesting, then. Oh, well, it was my mate's uh, birthday at the weekend, so I went I went to see him. Uh, I was very drunk, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. We did one of those, um, we did a clue quest thing, you know, where they lock you in a room and you have to do all the logic puzzles to oh, get brilliant. out. Yeah, that was really fun. Well, I well recommend it. Um, it wasn't too difficult for us. Maybe we're just geniuses. Don't know. Uh, but I enjoyed that. Well worth trying. Uh, so that's what I did this weekend. And then I've been at work. You know, 
Okay. Been all right. um, Patrick, what have you been doing this week? Well, um, I played a little bit of Thrones on Monday night. I've got a little weekly game night with my local meta. And uh, I had four new decks, all built from cards in the new pack. Sorry, guys, that hasn't gotten <laughs> to you. But, uh, yeah, I, I think my like top eight decks all had Martell, so I had to pick one of them to play, and that was a little sad. Um, and I ended up picking Greyjoy, Banner of the Sun, as my Martell deck that I had. And, like, literally five people in my meta of like the seven of us had Greyjoy Martell. Mm. So it was, it was a wild night. A lot of, a lot of Nymeria floating around, a lot of unopposed challenges. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I always, always like playing some Thrones at a casual game night. And I also started planning my name day tournament Ooh. that I'm hosting. Ooh. Um, yeah, I decided, you know, it's my birthday next week. Why not host a tournament? So the way That's I'm doing it, such a good idea. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of gutted. I've never had that idea myself. <laughs> and uh, I've got some special rules. I gave everyone a random house and agenda, and they have to build a deck using that house and agenda, and then they have to play that deck in the tournament. So, so you fun, said a random some... deck and an agenda. I mean, what for second edition? Yeah, random house, random agenda for a second. Oh, sorry, like a random banner. Okay, okay. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so like, give them like, uh, you know, random house. They can pick. I've got somebody who's playing like Baratheon and the banner of the dragon. So, you know, Interesting. Dave, we should try to do make this. that work. That sounds pretty fun. I think we should do this. <laughs> okay, that's a great idea. Okay, sure. What did you yeah, get? And, and then I have, uh, and. Oh, I've got Nanny Banner of the Rose. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, first of all, I uh, removed Lanny and Targ from the main house pool before I had people pick because I was like, somebody's just going to pull like Lanny Banner of anything and just is going to smoke everyone. So I nipped that in the bud and just got rid of those right away because uh, they're annoying to play against and I can do whatever I want because I'm making the tournament. So. And then I'm also letting everyone use one proxied card that has not come out yet. And uh, one of them was in the agenda pool, Lords of the Crossing. So my deck is Tyrell, Lords of the Crossing. Awesome. So that's going to be pretty fun. Tyrell, Lords of the Crossing. Interesting. Yeah. Of all the houses, that seems one of the more obvious ones to do it out of because of the whole strength boost thing. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. uh, It's pretty convenient. Okay. Oh. Well, let us know how that goes. Do leave us a message or at least report back to us because um, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Well, as for me, I played a little bit of Thrones on Octagon. Um, me and Ruben spent um, a good part of today making um, a Lannister tie, uh, a Greyjoy to Lannister deck, which was quite fun. I tested that out for a bit. Um, I've obviously revisited some of the Martell builds, um, but I went to a store championship on Sunday. Um, I went out, I, my friends Ben and Danny got married on Friday, so I spent the weekend in Suffolk, and then came home on Saturday, slept off a hangover, and then got straight in the car, drove up to Norwich, didn't tell anyone I was going, so a little bit of um, a surprise for a few people there, um, and I took my Night's Watch Barrow build, which I um, had previously used at the Games Night Kit a few months, uh, well, about a month ago, with you and Peel, Dave, yeah. um, 
We played five rounds. I won my first two games and then slid downhill quite rapidly. Um, the first two games were pretty much standard. I set up the wall, got the iron thrown out, got my chamber out, and then it was just like that slow grind towards winning, which Night's Watch does. Pretty standard. The third game, though, oh, God. Um, it was all looking pretty good. I was playing against a guy who was playing Greyjoy Fealty. And he threw a cheeky challenge in with Blackwind's crew, which I did block. And um, they pillaged, obviously. Now, I had, I'd set the wall up with a dupe on setup. So for him to pillage a wall off the top of my deck at that point was very, very unlucky. But probably not the end of the world until I realised but he'd yet to make a challenge with Euron, who was standing, and could definitely win a challenge. So he ended up getting my third copy of the wall. Now, bearing in mind I don't like to attack in this deck, trying to get through an unopposed is next to impossible. So from turn one, we were basically in a wall race, but he's got renowned characters who are coming at me in his deck somewhere. Um, so I was in a foot race against myself, which I lost, um, which... Of all the bloody things to pillage, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. It was just one of those one in like... At that, that point, there was what I'd set up three, redrawn three, drawn two. You're talking there's about 40-odd cards in the deck and the one card he pillages with the goddamn wall. Um, when I played uh, against Wedge for the first time ever, um, this will mean nothing to you, Patrick, but to Dave, you know who Wedge is. Um, I've never played the guy ever in all the tournaments we've been to everywhere we've been in first head never played him did he spank uh, you? no he, he didn't spank me actually <laughs> okay. it, was, it was relatively close um, in the greater scheme of things I was holding him off um, he was running a Lanny Sun kind of hand attacking jobby um, it certainly wasn't a walkover but he did towards the end he accelerated and you know his board presence and the fact that Wedge is fantastic really held out and he, he beat me convincingly, but it, I wasn't, you know, he didn't piss all over me. Um, and then I played a guy called Varen, who I was then informed was the world champion of conquest. And second dead mellow. <laughs> oh, well, you know, so <laughs> just some guy, just some noob. Um, he was playing Targ Fealty and, I mean, by his own admission, he, he drew everything he needed to see. So his skill notwithstanding, he absolutely annihilated me. Um, so yeah, uh, I went from 2-0 up to 2-3. and three. bit disappointing, but um, it's all part of my journey in second ed. I'm still learning. I'm still adjusting to this horrible new world. Um, did better than Whammer, though, <laughs> which is always something. Um, and Wedge went on to win it. So yes, for the old guard. Don't know some noob taking it. Um, so that was it, really. That's what I've done in front. Um, Are you... Sorry, go on. No, I, I pretty much finished there, so okay. I'm free so, for questions. Are you aware of who's won many store championships in the UK so far? I've won one, Tagore's won one, Wedge in Norwich. Uh, one of the Stoke guys took down Sheffield, and one of the Stoke guys took down Derby. And uh, I think it was um, one of the Joshes and Rob Seymour. And uh, Costas took Edinburgh. So or Glasgow, whichever. Oh God, are holding up. So as far as I'm aware, it's just first dead players that have won the championship so far. So we've got a reputation to uphold. 
We have. And I'm, 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 Challenge us, beat us, new players. Off my brief success against you in that, <laughs> in that games night kit, I've um I have floundered. So I, I do I need help. <laughs> I need I need to be armed and set off. Um in non thrones news, um I obviously listened to last week's episode on the way up to um to Norwich. Um, I piped it piped it through the iPad into the car speakers. Oh lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. Um and I had a few things to, to bring up. Oh. Um, Black Sails is absolutely fucking brilliant. So I mean, you mentioned that. Um, it's yep. one of those sort of things that I just I took a punt on and bought off Amazon for last year. Um, and no one was talking about Black Sails. And now a few people are. And I kind of feel like a bit of a hipster. Like I got in before it was cool. Um, but it is <sighs> fucking fantastic. Um, the Lannister plot is superb. I think somewhere I saw Dave. You wrote that we were overselling it. I think we were ever so slightly. No, but I still think I still think it's brilliant. I still think it's a one, and I've decided I don't actually like grading cards now. But uh, that was the other thing. I think thing. it's a one. <laughs> what the hell <laughs> was that about? It slightly. I don't know. We want we tried something new. We have we have a clear system. <laughs> <laughs> we do. You're right. But I forgot. It's either the bollocks, either it's just bollocks, dogs bollocks, or we just talk about it and don't give it a number. <laughs> True. Well, that's dogs bollocks then. Yeah, it is for dogs bollocks. Um, I mean, about... to be fair, they they kind of rate a lot of them just sevens and just threw them away. So they pretty much kept with the like one or seven. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Or, it's all right. I don't really care. Yeah, it did devolve <laughs> into nonsense quite quickly. And um, what I wanted to talk about quickly though, based on last week, and um, obviously you guys discussed Nymeria at at some length. Um. But today someone brought something up to me, which I don't know if a lot of people can be aware of, and I think it's our duty to make it clear to everybody. Somebody asked a question in our, in our, in our chat group. Um, what happens if you target a character who doesn't have, say, an icon? So Nymeria's targeting a direwolf pup and taking away its intrigue icon. Can she do it, and does it work? Now, the answer to that is yes, isn't it? Yes. But, I think... It's not very intuitive as to why, and I, don't, I think a lot of people are going to get caught out by this. Um, so before anyone sits down at a table at a tournament and someone takes their icon off and they go, oh, no, that's not it, well, it's cause a judge over, and gets their pants pulled down, maybe we should talk about why that works and what it actually means. <laughs> go for it. So yeah. there's, if, you, if you want to read this up yourself and see it written or explained in a far more eloquent manner, you can look at this up in the Card Game DB Rules Questions sub-forum, which is at the top of the Agot 2 forums. And um, Isteril has, has gone at length to explain how this works. But if I can briefly encapsulate it, when she's targeting an icon, she's targeting the value of that icon a character has, um, which can become negative. Um, in the same way that icons can stack. So once an icon's removed from someone, if they've got it already, and say an attachment or, or serial's ability replaces it, it, it works in minuses and negatives. So if a character hasn't got one printed, Nymeria can target that character and just give them minus one value of that icon. So in the example of a direwolf pup, he has got one as a value of a military icon and zero, zero for the others. What Nymeria does is moves into a minus one of that icon and then she gains it. If subsequently you decide to give that direwolf pup an intrigue icon, it would go back to a zero value and wouldn't have one. But the, the long and short of it is Nymeria can just 
basically pick any icon she wants, whether the target character has it or not. Obviously, it's more beneficial to take the icon away from someone that does have it, but in a pinch and you really, really want, say, icon X, you can pick a character who doesn't have that and then still gain it. So, yeah, I mean, that's that. the working out may be a bit confusing there, but that's how it works. So don't get caught out with this. Don't think you're safe because none of your characters have got this icon or, what, or another one. It will just still be ammunition for her ability. Yeah, I think the only reason people are talking about it is because Alex brought it up on the on uh, Beyond the Wall last week. Oh, I didn't actually listen um, to that. So I, I and I wasn't, I wasn't aware of it beforehand. And I think that's why it's called most people out because he, it was a throwaway comment. It yeah. was, oh yeah, she can take it and it's fine. Uh, and he didn't go into the detail why. And so that's why it's gone all over the internet. And I say all over the internet. And uh, people have just gone, well, that doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make any sense, but that's thrown for you. So there you go. For those of us who play first edition, this is a minor rules quibble. Yeah. It gets a lot worse than this. <laughs> yeah, two, two packs in and we're already having people go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Fantastic. Well, also, it's important to note that like one of the reasons why it wasn't that confusing for me is because like there's nothing in her text that specifies that her taking of the icon has to be successful or anything like that. It just says... Choose an opponent's character until the end of the phase. That character loses the challenge icon of your choice, and each Sand Snake character you control gains that challenge icon. So those are like two separate things. Like your Sand Snakes yeah. are just gaining it, and that character is just losing it. So it yeah. doesn't matter if they couldn't lose it because all of your Sand Snakes would get it anyway. Yeah, as but... long as that character isn't immune to character abilities. That is true because you <laughs> couldn't target them then. Yeah. So when we get Pots Viper back. Yee. He will not. <laughs> I think uh, we will. A better example is I when we get the not. High Septum back. You can't take his military icon. Because he's immune to triggered effects. <laughs> that is true. Okay. So, yeah. You think we, sorry, you think we will get Pots Viper back? I think we will. <laughs> could you imagine it? I hope I not. could imagine it. Card Game DB would explode. I, I, would I think explode. it'll literally crash. Like, I think it'll just it'll be gone. We'll never see it again. It would have to cost like nine, and I'd still play him. I'd pay him. That's what that new plot's for. That's what they're trading with the Pentoshi's for. It's I'm going to play the Viper now, unless you have naval superiority. Here's three gold to try and deal with him. I hope you have Crown of Gold. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> if, he's, if he's nine for three with the same tax, I'm okay with it. True. If they just raise his cost to nine, I'll be fine. <laughs> oh, in the car on the way up to Norwich, I was, I was traveling with Jack. You've met Jack, haven't you, Dave? From I have. Here. Yeah. Um, he created a, a Martel agenda. Go on. Yeah, you're always considered to be having plus one plot in your news pile. Hmm. Interesting. I, I think in the past we've discussed if Martel get something that give them more plots in the used pile, that would be good. Mm. So yeah, I think agendas are definitely the way to do it. Unless there is a seed plot that never leaves your used pile or something. Yeah, that, that too. Both of us pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Because it it's so annoying going to turn seven and then suddenly everything just collapsing on you. Well, you got my uh, question today, didn't you? Yeah. I had the same thing happen. Right. So. The organised play kit. What do we reckon about that, guys? 
you ex- you explain it for us, uh, Patrick. What's the organized play kit all about? What's well, the organized play kit is uh, is one of those kits that you can get for your local store, yeah. and then you can run little uh, tournaments or leagues and stuff, and you can give out prizes, and they're really fun. My store gets like a bunch of them. We have a pretty sizable meta, so we usually have like a little monthly tournament and then we'll also have a league going on and uh it's a lot of fun usually they in first edition they had like deck boxes an alt art card a rare alt art card and a play mat and now they seem to have switched up the format a little bit and the rare prize looks like it's tokens now rather than a play mat they still have the alt art cards but they have tokens and a poster i think i saw the poster was already there you used to get posters anyway did you really? Well, well, look at that. I never got one of those. <laughs> That's so sad. I have a French poster somewhere that Vince gave me. I think it's got the fealty art on it, actually. Ooh. Uh, oh, I'll have to cool. dig that out. He handed it to me once at uh, a regional. I don't know what the context was. Did they Vince? really used to have posters? Yeah, yeah. I won like eight of those things. How did I never get a poster? They, they uh, come as part of a kit, but I think they're more for the actual retailer to advertise yeah. the event. All right. That they, they have a little cutout for like the date it's happening and that sort of stuff. So I don't think that that's makes a lot more sense. Yeah, there's been one up in the, uh, the store in Stoke for about, well, since I've been going, the same poster. So <laughs> they've been going <laughs> quite a while. That's got the, um, you know, the Tyrell Army as it's charging, first edition. Mm. No, that's that's not Tyrell, that's House Florence. Yes, the Florent army. You're right. They've got the fox, haven't they? The yeah. Fox on uh, the fox rampant. Yeah. I believe it's they got, a great term. They got lazy with that art because it was in a game night kit on a playmat, and then they reused it for one of the Starlek mats. This is like, oh, that's less exciting now, isn't it? Like the melee was Preston, which is one of the best mats I've seen. The other ones is like, oh, it's Florent charging. Great. Florent get a bad rap. <laughs> Was but I yeah. correct in that there are no deck boxes for this this kit anymore? You were right, yeah. Um, um, what am I going to do? I, I only have, like, eight of them. I need more. <laughs> I need to, like... I, I was, I was going to, like, build a whole fort out of deck boxes. And my dreams are crushed. I have so many. I can see three from where I am now, just lying on my bed. Um, and I know there's at least four in my Highlander draft set, like, holding different houses and stuff. Uh, I've just got them coming out of my ears, and it it's not needed at all. I need one more. Right. What I'm sort of doing is I've got a deck box for each house. Well, I'm putting all my tokens, cards, and swag associated with each house in a deck box. So when I'm building a deck, you know how I like to put these for God of Swag? Of course. I can go and pick a box. All the stuff I need to pay homage is in there. But now with eight houses... I've only got seven boxes. Are you missing any in particular? Tyrell? Uh, well, obviously Tyrell, but I'm that. using the Renly one as Tyrell. Oh, okay. He may as well be. Um, it's Targaryen I'm lacking, and Martell. Mm. Mm. I don't have one of the Martell ones. Well, I'd I like a Tyrell also one. Also, I'm missing those ones. Obviously, I'd like to win one, because the, the swag god does not like the gold price whatsoever. But, um, yeah, um, I think they've... Um, well, I've got all my playmats hanging up on clothes hangers, and I'm starting to run out of room. But not having a playmat in the kit does seem a bit of a cop out, to be honest. I actually like it. Really? I think um, 
some people online have complained that they're that, oh they're trying to flog their play mats instead of giving the mats private support. Yeah, I guess it's because I I don't have a local store that gets multiples of these in. The Northampton one I've just started going to is getting two of each. So there's not that many mats to go around. I know it's different if you're getting like six or seven kits per store. Um, but for me, these have always been quite rare mats anyway. And so I wouldn't say, you know, that was a target to get, like to collect these mats or like that would be my first mat. I think it's much easier to get a mat at a regional or a store championship by making the cut. Um, assuming it's a, you know, a reasonable size cut. Uh, and I would be shocked if they cut mats from store championship and up. Obviously, they've got them at the store championships this year. They've got them at regionals this year. So if you want a mat to win, you can still get them from there. But this is just a bit nicer. I don't need any more play mats. I do need some Lannister tokens, though. We don't need tokens, because like Drak's going to make tokens. True. But I don't have any Lannister FFG tokens. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a cop-out. More than anything, though, that Tyrion art, man. Tyrion's not like an old dude. I don't like it. I don't like the way yeah. they... Tyrion in this in in the original in the, in the sort of you know corset art, and then now in the sort of special art, it's not how I imagine Tyrion to look. I'm honestly not that happy with any Tyrion art they've ever put out. <laughs> like really, none of them none of them are that interesting to me. He's always just sat there. The best ones are the shadows Tyrion. Yeah, shadows Tyrion definitely. I, and even oh, then, it's yeah, not actually, spectacular. I like the Shadows Tyrion, and I like the Lions of the Rock. No, which one was the um, Clansman Tyrion? That's Lions of the Rock, isn't it? Lions of the Rock, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how I, I don't like criticising art like, properly in terms of, oh, I think it's shit. I, I would take a piss out of it, like say Eddard's got a bazooka in it, but uh, I don't I don't ever <laughs> criticise the artwork. Oh, they're all fine. It's but, just because none of them I, someone's made that and uh, someone's put their effort into that. I don't, I'm, who, who am I to say it's shit? But... I just don't like the look of Tyrion. In, in, yeah, and you're right, actually. Yeah, you mentioned it. The whole way through, Tyrion's not really looked how I imagine him to look. Like, if they want to base it on the first... Like, like, have him do something interesting. He's stood there in pretty much all his pictures. He's got a horse in some of them. So if they want to keep it on the first book, like, tie him up and strap him to Catelyn Stark. Or have him, like, during the trial by combat with two guys fighting in front of him or something. Or give him an axe and set it at the Blackwater. Well, funny uh, to say that. Actually. Make it interesting. This year, I bought the Magali Villeneuve uh, Game of Thrones um, calendar. Oh. As it turns out, it's uh, an American calendar. So uh, I hope you had a great Groundhog Day yesterday, Patrick. Um, <laughs> I did. Yeah, it's the, um, it's the best of the American holidays. <laughs> what a day! Um, what do you do on Groundhog Day? Do you watch Groundhog Day? Is that it? Uh, I don't personally because I don't give a shit. It. But uh, <laughs> I hear. I hear that people do that. I mean, when I was a kid, we always used to like, like, oh, what the groundhog? Is there going to be more winter? Or not? Because like that's the thing. If if like the groundhog goes back in the hole, there's going to be like more winter. Okay. And if it doesn't, then there's it's going to be spring. So. But of, but of course, it's you know, it's just a rodent in the ground. So. so. <laughs> the groundhog is. A metaphor for a black raven. Basically, yeah. A white yeah. raven. A white well, raven. no, because if he goes back in, it's like a white raven, because he brings winter. <laughs> but yeah. he's making it spring. And yep. whenever it's not winter, they send a black raven. So, Oh, no, no. Yeah. Or is it always a white raven, actually, in the books? That You might be right. They well, change all seasons with a white raven. Yeah, I think it's whenever, whenever they're announcing a new season, it's a white raven. 
Okay. It's just the card game has confused me. Yeah. That, that's fair enough. Okay, fair enough. What do we think of Noble Cause, then, while we're here? I think the art's quite nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice art. Yeah, I well, it's I got the uh, the Filipino Noble Cause from their little charity event, and now I'm going to hopefully have this one. So I, I have to collect a Noble Cause for every house now, because now I'll have <laughs> three from three different houses, and I can't have that. I just remember yeah, so where I was going it. with that comment. I bought them a Garley Villeneuve calendar. And, um, I don't know if it's next month or the month after, there's a, a picture of Tyrion at the Blackwater. Oh, right, okay. And it is superb. Please, thanks for that game, is getting Magali back on board. Like, her art is just exquisite in every single way. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. Just a hopeless appeal that someone might be listening and they'll pay her what she wants or, or something. But, um get her back in the fold because that picture of Tyrion is just utterly superb but anyway yeah I've finished my point now so we can we can continue alright do you want to move us on to the uh, Ill and Pain sure okay right. so uh, Fantasy Flight also had some other news for us this week and that is the um, previously mentioned last pack of the cycle and they snuck in two little spoilers um both Lannister focused. One of those is in in pain, and one is a small council chamber. Dave, do you want to talk us through one sure. or both of those? Well, I'll, I'll take Ill and Pain. He's the first one. He's a six for four intrigue power. He's a knight. He's Lannister. He's not loyal. He has a marshalling action. Neil Sir Ill and Pain to choose and kill a character with printed cost three or lower. Wow. And he's got a big sword. He's got ice. That is massive. My first thought when I went to that is. I can finally just kill Marjorie and call it quits. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's his best use. He's he seems too expensive for me. I agree. Yeah, very expensive. Is he going to? Rep- was he six? Yeah. Uh, that's replacing Jamie in a lot of builds. Yeah, and also he's not a lord, so yeah. Can't reduce him with noble cause. Mm. Still, you six can use gold pretty expensive. Yeah, calling the banners gets you lots of gold, and then you're starting to cut their characters down by using Illin. It works. It's true. But I mean, <laughs> but by the time that you can play calling the banners and get that much gold, like, unless you're killing Marjorie, it's really not very significant, typically, if you're killing a three-cost character. Like, you're killing, you could kill... Like, the best targets in the game are Marjorie and Rhaegal, probably. Maybe the Hound. If Come you can catch him in play. Yeah, that would be very difficult. Uh, but, yeah, Talion's uh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm just running through the ones you guys talked about in your uh, Avengers lineup a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Bran? He's two costs. He's two costs. That's true. All the two cost characters are good. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, if you're playing this guy, you are spending almost all of your turn on someone who is not going to help you in challenges at all. Which means if you draw him at the beginning of the game, you're basically unable to play him. Because if you do play him, and you kneel him to kill somebody, you're just going to get rolled that turn unless you had a very significant advantage to start because you're just going to be way behind on stuff that's able to participate in challenges. Yep. Uh, so he's a reprint of a first edition card, for those who haven't seen him, who was yeah. four cost, two strength. All these criticisms um, applied to him because back then yeah. it was a dominance action, wasn't it? No, it was still marshalling. Neil Illin to kill a character of two strength or lower. Yeah. 
Yep. The same um, thing. Are you going to invest that much money in someone who doesn't do anything for the actual challenges phase? The answer always used to be no, but with the added caveat that he was also an ally. Yeah, and therefore, that... it was possible to have him discarded <laughs> before you could even kneal him. Because it's that like, was... oh, you played Illum. Yeah. I have an action. Dissension. Goodbye. See ya. Parting blow. Thanks um... for coming. See ya! <laughs> uh, yeah, so he is slightly better in that regard. He costs two more, he's got two more strength, and he can't be dissentioned. There's only a positive trait, yeah. Yeah, until Dario comes back. Um... <laughs> uh, Tyrell's going to be so sad when Dario comes back. <laughs> At night! Lovely! Um, so yeah, I think I think he's way too expensive at this point for what he does. If there is a move towards cheaper characters, where we've got a lot of impactful characters at like three cost, um, then maybe. But I, I don't see it at this point. Certainly, I think he's pretty bollocks. I think he's a trap. I agree. He is a trap. Um, it is nice the idea of hacking Marjorie's stinking face off, but um, yeah, there's more efficient ways to do it. Why bother when you can just run Tyrion and then put the sword pretty much for free? Yeah. Yep. The I guess the, the advantage is that you can kill her. They play her, you kill her before she can have a bodyguard or anything. But they just wouldn't play her. So Yeah. There you go. Uh yeah. Do you want to take the second card, Patrick? Sure. Second card is the small council chamber. It is a unique Lannister location. It is not loyal has the King's Landing trait, and it is immune to events, which is pretty cool for a location. And it has the reaction, after you win an Intrigue Challenge, Small Council Chambers gain, small council chamber gains one power. So that's, that's pretty okay. If that's you're fantastic. trying to do some sort of Intrigue Rush, I think that could definitely find a place. But right now, it's just really expensive. Like, if you're playing in a Lannister deck, you already have Lannisport, which is in that same cost range. And honestly, like, the Lannister decks that are around right now don't really need to win faster, because they'll just win eventually. And so this card doesn't really do a whole lot for them, but I can definitely see decks in the future running this. And especially like a Martell banner of the lion, because it's not loyal, I could see some sort of crazy intrigue blitz deck running this. That sounds much more fun to me. Yeah, it does, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not convinced about this at all. Uh, some people have said that, you know, oh, it's, it's immune to events, and it's going to have power on it. Um, it's going to be really difficult to remove, and it's just, you know, you can just put all your power on there for the game kind of thing. Um, but Newly Made Lord is coming back in less than a month. Yep. <laughs> so immunity events means fuck all because no one's playing put to the torch. So you've only got to worry about we do not sow. Yep. And newly made lord is much better <laughs> than we do not sow. So. <laughs> yeah. If if newly made lord reads the same, this card is going to see even less play because, like that guy's just going to come down on the table and just destroy your whole stack of power that you've been working on all game. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That- that was one of the reasons that Pike was basically unplayable in first edition. Like, oh, you can stack all your power on it. Was it Pike? Yeah. 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 Uh, stack all your power on it, and then the other Greyjoy players are just going to lob Newton Made Lord <laughs> at you, and you're just going to be sad. Let alone all the other location hate there was. Then, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, but, I'm not looking at the card. Um, has it got a small council trait? It does not. 
Okay, so I'm convinced like... that's going to become a thing. But um, I figured if that had the small council trope, it may be a hint towards something that I've long suspected is coming. But um, if it doesn't, then I guess not. Actually, I think that the fact that it doesn't have the small council tra- chamber or the small council trait might hint that it's something is coming because they don't want this to maybe synergize with whatever that is that's coming. I mean, there's definitely something coming down the road, isn't there? I mean, yeah. the small council trait is not insignificant. Seeing have, how frequently it pops up. Have you noticed that there's been some uh, spoilers from Walls of the North, partial ones that you can't really see? Uh, I did was... notice them, but I didn't, yes. I didn't take much from them yeah, in terms of so... traits. I assume that's where you're going with this. Yeah, there's an Arya, there's an eight-cost army, there's something else, but there's also an Eddard, and I believe he has the small council trait. He oh, does, I did see that, yes. yeah. And in fact, his uh, his art is him in the small council with mm. Varys, I think. That so, that's cool. We haven't seen like any of it, but that Eddard has an awesome stat line: six what for six it? with renown. Oh Christ, that sounds really good. So, assuming that his text is positive, that that may be replacing the current Eddard in a lot of decks. <sighs> Why would you give us alternate art Eddards at Worlds <laughs> if you're just going to get a better one? <laughs> Why do you do this to me? I haven't even played with the old art ones I've got yet. <sighs> yeah. Shame. Okay, yeah. so we're not that convinced by that either. Oh, well, nope. uh, yeah, you guys are better than me, so <laughs> <laughs> you've argued me out of it. Good to hear it. Um, go on then, take us on. Okay, so that's that then, isn't it? We're all done. That's their stinky spoilers. We've got some special spoilers, haven't we? Some exclusive spoilers. And they begin thus. We've got Targaryens, as I've already mentioned. We haven't got neutrals anymore. We've actually got a proper house. We are fully legitimate. Um, (laughs) We've got two spoilers for you today. One is a character and one is an attachment. Um, I'm the captain of the ship, so I'm going to take the first one. And it is a two-cost character, strength two, with a single intrigue icon. It's non-unique, and it's called the Crone of Vast Dothrak. It's got the Dothraki trait, and it has a reaction. After a character is discarded from an opponent's hand or deck, kneel a Dothraki character to place that card into its owner's dead pile. Mm. Now, the artwork I must mention... <laughs> does look alarmingly like Jimmy Savile. Um, <laughs> off air, we discussed this with Patrick, who wasn't aware of the legacy of Jimmy Savile, uh, and Dave sourced a picture from his own private collection of Jimmy Savile <laughs> and um, presented this to Patrick as evidence. And Patrick's, uh, well, he he was flabbergasted and rendered almost mute by the alarming similarity. All it's lacking is the red uh, circular glasses and the cigar but otherwise it's almost exactly the same picture but that left out let's not judge it on its likeness to Savile because I'm sure it is uh, incidental what do you reckon about that one guys can you guys really make like an alt art version of it that has the red glasses and the cigar <laughs> <Because> <laughs> yes, we can. it could be totally so easily done on photoshop and <laughs> I mean those two minor adjustments would make it basically Jimmy Savile in a, a leather waistcoat why yep. are we encouraging our two-cost, non-unique characters to smoke? <laughs> <laughs> like the Winterfell Kennel Master. I'm a fat lad. 
I love have a, a cigar, crone. I love that your objection was we're encouraging it to smoke, like rather than encouraging it to look like Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the health I'm... benefits. <laughs> yeah, I'm very public health minded. Yeah, you know it. Um, yeah, I don't want to say what I think about it first, so I'll, I'll wait for you guys to, and I can jump in and pretend I agree with you the whole time. <laughs> do you want? Do you want to go first, Patrick? Sure. Um, uh, it's okay. I in, but until we see a lot more Dothraki synergy, I'm probably not going to play it because I'm not a huge fan of the reaction. Like it's it's decent, but if you're playing the full-on Dothraki theme. You're probably not going to be doing that many intrigue challenges, and currently, there isn't any way in Targ to discard cards off an opponent's deck, so that seems pretty irrelevant. And the, you have to kneel a Dothraki to uh, actually use the reaction, which is pretty steep. I mean, there are going to be pretty cool scenarios where you happen to like intrigue Tywin out of someone's hand and. You can put them in their dead pile and feel awesome, but there are going to be a lot more times where she's just a body, which I guess mm. I'm okay with because she has an intrigue icon, which is pretty rare for Dothraki. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of largely agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, it, it strikes me on first reading as kind of like the tickler's ability. Like, it's great when it goes off, but it's a bit of a crapshoot with it were at all. Um, mm. Going forward, I reckon the most important thing about this card is probably going to be the Dothraki trait. There's going to be stuff that's going to interact with those guys. I mean, there's already a few things in there, but undoubtedly there's stuff coming down the pipe which is going to trigger off Dothraki being in play. Um, which, for two reasons. One, whatever that is going to be is going to work with this person. And two, you're going to be pushed towards having a very, very Dothraki-heavy deck. And as you already mentioned... This is an intrigue icon, which I can't imagine they're going to have in abundance. So I think the future use of this is the icon and the trait. The abilities are nice to have, but probably not brilliant. Certainly I, not now. I quite like her. Uh, I agree that, yeah, she's going to get better because of the Dothraki trait, but I think she does have a place now, and that place is in Lannister Banner to the Dragon decks, which are going around at the moment. Oh, yeah. Using Illyrio to stand uh, and like all the cheap setup characters to help oh, out with yeah. destruction. Now, when you've got Cersei doing two intrigue challenges a turn, sh- this crone becomes very, very scary. God damn sure. you, Dave! And yeah. note that it's, it is any Dothraki character. So you can kneel her or you can run those armies if you want. There's only going to get more. So if we get a one cost Dothraki character, you can kneel them and keep her standing for intrigue challenges. But that synergy at the moment, and that is a good deck. Like, Wedge won a yeah. sword championship with it. Uh, I know Kennen's had some success with it. Um, yeah, so that's that's my favourite use of it. It's not loyal, and that is the most important thing. Yeah. And I like that Dothraki stuff, as a rule, is not looking loyal, because I like the idea of taking a Dothraki module into another house and playing yeah. with, like, the trade theme there. Like, all the Sand Snake stuff at the moment isn't loyal. Um, and it's the same with Dothraki, with the exception of Drogo. Which, so. thank God... Yes. Yeah, Drogo would have been ridiculous in Lannister. And Stark. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, I quite like her. Um, at the moment, in Targ, not that good. In Lannister, very, very good. That is um, the reason you're our champion, Dave. I hadn't <laughs> even considered it. 
Um, okay. And hey, the reader's come out. He can discard more uh, cards from the deck. Maybe that's it's got a, it's a use for pillage if you run them out of uh, Greyjoy. That would be a super weird janky deck, and you should make it. I should make it. You're right. Uh, the weekender <laughs> is the weekender is coming up soon. It's two tournaments. Now, um, I've promised my Martell cards to secondary day for at least one of them, so I am constrained that I can only play Martell once. <laughs> one of them I was considering playing Greyjoy because I have that lovely uh, Bell Sprout is as a Kraken house card that uh, Marius Gansel made for me. Uh, so maybe that'll be the deck. Yeah, go for it. Maybe it'll be a build, a build deck. <laughs> Unfortunately, you don't have loot yet, which is uh, that's a oh! special card. But, when does that come out? Uh, pa- next pack, I think. I might have it by then. The oh, yeah? not till March. Oh Ooh. yeah, then you probably will. Oh, I'm gonna play Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good god! That's so exciting. <laughs> right, let's steer this back onto sensible discussion. Um. I'm going to take the second pack because I don't care. It's my shit. No, that's so rude. Give oh, it to Patrick. Go on, oh, I totally lied. It's pack four. I'm sorry, Dave. <laughs> that's so rude. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll but be But you fine. will have newly made Lord, so that... Oh, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, as our guest and friend, would you like to take the next card? Oh, thank you very much. You're welcome. I would like to take the next card. So the next card is... Uh, it is... Another Targaryen card, as you said. It is a one-cost attachment, unique, non-loyal. It is the Silver Steed, and it is a warhorse. It says Dothraki character or Daenerys Targaryen only, and it has the text, while attached character is participating in a power challenge, it gains renown. Reaction. After attached character gains power using renown, sacrifice the Silver Steed. You may initiate an additional intrigue, cha- er, intrigue power challenge this phase. So, uh, yeah, that seems pretty cool. Giving like somebody renown is always good. Um, giving Daenerys renown for a challenge is pretty cool if you can't find uh, Drogon. And getting an extra power challenge is really good. So, yeah, shades of um, Heirs of the Iron Throne here, isn't it? A little bit of a rolling back the years. Um, I like it a lot. It's very versatile. Um, yeah, bringing more power into the game is good. Adding more power into the pool, um, sticking on the character rather than on the attachment, obviously, is, is great as well. Um, yeah, I, I like it a lot. I, I can see this being a one-off, you know. Um, in target decks going forward um, it, as you mentioned if you can't find Drogon it's a good way of putting Renown but it does suggest a future where Drogon doesn't do what he already does where other dragons come along in which case sure. another another version of Renown of a deck but as it stands now I can see this being a, a cheeky one of um, in, in target decks going forward there's not really a lot we need to say about it um, Note that, that it says Daenerys, not Stormborn. Um, mm-hmm. Because yep. one assumes that any Daenerys's they print down the line won't interact with the current dragons. I think because that's a fair bet. Yeah. Because all the dragons don't buff Daenerys. They, do, they buff Stormborn characters. Yeah, but yep. I mean, probably... I've read that as different. I mean, the Silver Steed is, is Daenerys' wedding gift. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just a Stormborn getting married. It was specific. No, no, no. I'm just saying, yeah, the fact is that there will be Daenerys's that do not interact with Drogon. 
and therefore this is designed more for them. Really? Do you, than... do you anticipate a Daenerys carrying that doesn't have a Stormborn dragon? I do, yeah, because yeah. They're, they're limiting themselves too much because they need to think, right, this Daenerys needs to be playable and not be able to be stood by Rhaegal or getting stealth from Viserion. Okay, I've always just anticipated Daenerys to always have a Stormborn trait right. and that's, to permanently that's, link the dragons to her. I think that's but, the only reason they've done it Stormborn instead of just put Daenerys. Yeah, yep. I, I, unless I, they're going to put lots of trait manipulation in, which is obviously risky. Uh, no problem. So yeah, I'm actually going to take the opposite view of you two. I think that this is a card that is not very good now that will get better. Um, at the moment, there is one target for this character that isn't Daenerys. Daenerys always has already has a way of getting renowned, so it is useful on her, but it's not ideal. The only actual character that can take it other than her is um, Ricaro. And hell, even if you give the braided warriors an inch, they can't even take a power icon from the because uh, they're no attachments. Yeah, they can't even so, take this because they're yeah, they can't take this. So literally, the only the only target without I mean, you can give the crone a power icon if you really want to, but it's it only really works on Ricaro, who I don't think is that good at the moment, and Daenerys, who can get renowned in other sources. So whilst the response is useful, it's not spectacular at the moment. No, I it agree. will be very good um, in Dothraki decks down the line. That, Spectacular in Dothraki decks down the line. That's mostly what I was thinking. I probably yeah. won't play it now. No. In fact, most of the target decks I build now are like basically just no attachments except one crown of gold because there aren't really any attachments that I super love for Targ, and I really enjoy playing no attachment decks because... You get to plot seven, and your opponent flips confiscation, and they're really upset. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Scantrell mentioned that briefly on his um, Great Joy uh, Martel list that he shared earlier on in the week about having no attachments at all because then their confiscation ends up hitting their own widow's whale or, or whatever. And um, it's quite funny. Um, I'm a big fan. It's even funnier if you have. Um... If you only really want six plots and you can run naval superiority as your seventh. <laughs> so they flip it. It does nothing except discard their own attachments and they get zero gold. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's, yeah, pretty cool. That's something for my mill deck. <laughs> That's going in the bank. <laughs> in other news, um, I'm halfway through this bottle of Bacardi and it's really nice. <laughs> Is it Bacardi Oakheart? No, it's Bacardi Carta Negra. Superior Black Rum from Santiago de Cuba. It's pretty good. Oh, that sounds pretty exciting. You'll have to, you'll have to bring some. What, what are you going to drink on my birthday? Are you going for the Kraken? I'll bring some Kraken, of course. Mm. Um, I'll bring some Baileys. Oh, uh, well. Fantastic. Um, of course, we'll be at the pub for the first few hours, so. Superb. Yeah, it's karaoke, so bring your dancing shoes and you're singing. Dave, you know I don't sing. The wife oh. sings, though. The wife is very good at singing. There we so, go. Um, she can sing. Fantastic. Uh, we'll just dance. Um, no, that's fine. We'll just dance. Okay, so that is the spoilers out of the way. Have we got anything more to say about the spoilers? The art on the Silver Steed is from a first-person perspective, and that's really cool. Yeah. I haven't thought about that, but yes, fair enough. Yeah. I quite that's... like having Warhorse attachment because it does remind me of the Rohan deck in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, what a great deck. What a great deck indeed. Just um, have like a guy riding like two horses at once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like um, 
Uh, in the in the most recent Indiana Jones, when what's his name, Shia LaBeouf is riding two jeeps. I can't <laughs> imagine it to be standing on two horses, charging gloriously. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the chat with our um, our schedule written on it, and um, I'm just confronted by this enormous picture of Jimmy Savile. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, um, it's not ideal, is it? We should can we remove that? <laughs> yeah, we can. It's just oh, yeah. seared into my brain. Let's get this um, it's gone. <laughs> this message has been removed. Yes, it has. Thank you. I, I have censored it. Operation U Tree knows no bounds. So, that is everything. We are now left with our, mine and Dave at least, surprise, Patrick's gift to us and our listeners as a whole. We're going to build a deck. Yeah. Patrick, you've got an idea. You've got a, uh, a plan for this, I imagine. Sell it to Thank us. You. Take it away. All right, so here we go. So this is a very loose plan that I've got here, and we're just gonna. This is gonna be kind of like a brainstorming session. We're gonna bounce some ideas off each other. I was looking at this card the other day. You guys might be familiar with him. His name's the Knight of Flowers, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty solid guy. They're just an event just came out in the new pack. Uh, Lady Sansa's Rose. It's made well for him, surely. Yeah. It's got so. Space on it. Yeah, his face is on the card. Well, that's and a good enough indicator, isn't he? <laughs> exactly. And I've seen around second edition, you know, we've got a lot of different kinds of decks. We've got aggro decks, we've got control decks, we've got rush decks. But I haven't really seen a good old-fashioned Voltron deck. Oh, yes. So I, I like what you're selling. I like what you're build. selling. <laughs> is a full-on Knight of Flowers Voltron I'm talking Knight of Flowers doing two, three challenges a phase. Just going nuts, getting a ton of power on him. And uh and yeah, that's that's my that's my broad strokes plan. So I have a couple of ideas for what we oh, could uh, yes. actually do. In with the this, immortal I, words from Robocop, <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> this is what I want for breakfast. Yes. Let's do this. Yes, All right. decks, my favorite kind. Of- so I want to hear your guys' thoughts first on what would be a good uh, faction slash banner to uh, to build this out of, and then I'll tell you my ideas. Well, I reckon mm, Tyrellus' main faction, obviously. Um, oh, Tyrell Fealty? So my, my first thought is Tyrell, because you want High garden, High so garden. that he can, when he's on. attacking alone, he can just have unopposed challenges nice and easily. Um, or well, you can, when he's yeah, attacked, High Garden only works on attacking characters. Oh, does it? Oh, well, mm. you, I've never played Tyrell as main house except for like once. So. Oh, hang on. There you go. Okay, well, that's that's a silly thought. I totally <laughs> challenged my entire understanding of High Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. Right, fucks the whole thing up for me. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're looking for something that has. We want we need knights, lords, ladies, and good attachments that can go on the night flowers. Yep. So we either want Stark for Arya and Sansa and Bran, or Martell for Dawn, or Lannister for Widow's Whale. Um. My first thought would be Tyrell Banner to the Wolf, because Bran can help defend the night flowers. Sansa and Arya provide extra ladies and stealth and stuff and a power gain. So 
That that would be my first thought, Tyrell Wolf. Hmm. I'm tempted to say also Wolf, but not for any particular reason beyond Lady Sansa's Rose does mention her by name. It that is, is the good reason. <laughs> but I mean, all, all, all jo- joking aside, the other option is, of course, is the partner of Lannister because anything bannered with Tyrion is better. But I am sick to the back teeth of seeing Lannister. Yeah, there's obviously good synergy with the Hound there. Where the Hound returns to hand, you can still trigger Lady Sansa's Rose. There's Widow's Wail, things I do for love to remove defenders. Um, something else which I was going to say and I've just completely forgot. So yeah, there's good stuff there. Well, this is the crucial decision point, I think, which will dictate the, the future course of the deck. Um, the Barra for uh, Bob's Warhammer as well, but he's not the best target for it. I think Bob's Warhammer is shite. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm not um, a huge fan of it. I'm not, I'm well, not I think an important thing to consider is how how much do we actually want to use Tyrell as the main faction? Because Knight of Fires is not loyal. Lady Sansa's Rose is not loyal. Marjorie is not loyal. So basically, are we actually getting enough out of Tyrell that we don't want to just take our Knight of Flowers package and put it in a different house? Very good so, question. So then we're looking for strength boosts, well, good attachments in general, just ways of uh, maybe some challenge control. Yeah, so so my thoughts, I also thought Tyrell, uh, Banner of the Wolf, that was one of my thoughts too. Um, because again, all those all those ladies are pretty good for this deck. But my second thought was Targaryen, Banner of the Rose, because Magister Illyrio can stand our boy, the mm. Knight of Flowers, and... They have a pretty good lady, I hear. Daenerys. <laughs> She's alright, yeah. And uh, Dracarys is always super fun if they only have one defender. And you can just burn it to the ground. So that was that was my second thought. Okay, I, I could work with that. Um, it's a shame you can't put Drogo's Arak on him. But, uh... that, is very, that, is my, that was my second thought after looking at Targ. I was like, oh, Daenerys is a lady, and oh man, Drogo's Eric, only Dothraki. Yeah. I was also very sad that Lightbringer couldn't go on him. Because <laughs> that, that would, would just be sense. lovely. Yeah. So, uh, we're looking at Targ, Banner of the Rose. We all kind of... Should, like, should we have a go with that? We like the idea of that. Um... Or Tyrell, Banner of the Wolf. I'm good with either one of those. I think uh, Targ, Banner of the Rose is more out there. Like, Wolf is the obvious one. If we're looking to leverage this event, then Wolf is the better one. It's such a shame. Hang on. Why well, I mean, Wolf... Hang on, hang on. Wolf, it only has one Stark? more lady. What, what, hang about Stark... Oh, it's got Bran. That's the thing. Stark, Banner of the Rose. What do you gain out of the main half? Yeah, Stark, uh, Catelyn Stark. Oh yes, yeah, but you. Oh yeah, but no, the draw. You don't have any yeah. draw then. Oh, of and, course, and he's not attacking alone, so they can defend. True. Yeah, draw is a big deal, and Stark have got pretty shit draw when they start bannering. But then Targ, the Targ draw isn't fantastic. You just no, rely on the true. Side. It's very true. That's I mean, problem. if you give Stark like a pack and their box, then I think Stark, Banner of the Roses is going to be the way to go, because they have a couple cards coming out that are pretty good draw engines, but 
Yeah, and Roderick's a knight as well, I assume. Yep, and so's the blackfish. Yeah. So. The poisson noir. Yeah. Um, um, draw is a big deal. I mean, there's Martel as well. Martel's as a draw is... No, no, but as a banner. Because you get... Um, you get Dawn, you get uh, Kaliot, you get Nymeria to yeah. help force through the challenges Gloria. of potential defenders. Uh, but I don't think... I think it's only Dawn that really, really if, works. If Nymeria were a lady, I would love that idea. Yeah, true. But sadly, she's not. No. So, Targrose or Tyrell Wolf? Mm. I... I, I could go either way on this. I'm going to come down on the side of Tyrell Wolf. I would love to give a compelling reason as to why, but I haven't got one. I've just got a gut feeling. <laughs> I think that's probably the objectively stronger deck. All right. Well, let's do so, it. should we go for that? Yeah, let's do let's it. Do it. Yeah. Basically, also, it's nice stage, not to use Dracarys, so... At this stage, I've got, like, second-place Worlds, Dave's, you know, kind of long list of achievements backing me up on this one. <laughs> so I'd like to think between the three of us, because, you know, as much as I haven't had a great deal of success, I'm no chump. We uh-huh. should be all right building this yeah. deck. We are going... We are building a Voltron deck, though. So That's bear true. that in mind. Like, <laughs> it's only so powerful it can be. <laughs> but we point. have got the perfect thing here. This has never been done before, right? So either yeah. it's going to be fantastic, or we're going to basically do what Patrick's already done and break the global meta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, of course, the bonus of playing it out of... If we played it out of Targaryen, you could... Uh, you've got your reserve Voltron in Danny. You've got two little Voltrons going off on their own, but we've got this now. <laughs> yeah, let's do so, it. So, where, where are we going to start? Do we start with characters? Do we start with um, Wolf? Do our banner first? Yeah, I think the last time we did this on the show with um, Aaron, didn't we? Um, no, no, we didn't, we didn't build a, a banner, deck, did we? We did it filthy. We did the neutrals first. But I've heard people before do the banner first. So I think it's probably the best option. Should we start with that then? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. So, three Bran. Yep. And three of the Reducer. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to start. Yeah. For those who are undecided on those, uh, Bran is amazing. Like, you don't have to worry too much about drawing a dead card because it's virtually impossible to kill him because you just cancel the kill effect. Um, and he sacrifices himself. So, yeah. you know, you can just play him again. He is a house uh, with a face. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, Winterfell Steward, you always want to run as many of the one cost as possible to improve your setups, especially when you're building a deck around a five cost character who can very easily be set up. Now, a small story about this. Um, last, uh, I heard this advice from Dave. Last time I heard this advice from Dave, Dave was sitting in bed with me, wasn't he? Was I? Yeah. <laughs> prior to the, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> prior to the game night kit, um, you came and sat in bed with me and was like, are you running three of the uh, Baratheon reducers? I was like, no, like, we probably should. And we rebuilt <laughs> my entire deck there and then, do you remember? I do actually, yeah. yeah. Your cat had woken me up at like 7am. I was not pleased. No, he's trained to do that. <laughs> and that's why I won that day, because you were tired. Um, <laughs> that's how we roll. So anytime anyone wants to give me deck advice, just come and climb in bed. <laughs> I'll bear that in mind. Female players, 
better better than male players, obviously, but um, don't wake up the wife. I'm going to pop down on my birthday and just be like, right, Craven, let's do this. Let's do it, get in bed, talk to me about (laughs) death. Talk to me about ratios. (laughs) Okay, so we've got six cards. We're a tenth of the way there. Yep, good start. So, Um, if we go down the list, Lady, are we first about Lady? uh, mm, Only put her on start characters. Oh, yeah. So I think no. Yep. Are you? Two or three? That's the only question. I'm leaning three to start, because I always like having as much Arya as possible. I definitely agree. Yeah. Because even if you if you have Freema deck, you can sometimes set her up and then not have to worry too much, because you know there's yeah. a duplicate coming down the pipe. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with three. Sure. Uh, Direwolf Pup? No. 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 <laughs> uh, Eddard? No. no. Actually, oh. I, I would like... I have a case for Eddard. Go for it. If we're playing, if we end up playing jousting contest, I think we should put Eddard in. I don't know if we actually will because Knight of Flowers kind of does that by himself, but I think Eddard is worth revisiting because I played against a deck that had jousting contest and Eddard, and it's fucking annoying because <laughs> you just like you can only challenge with one character, and Eddard will defend all of your challenges. I, I like that in the case that if the Knight of Flowers dies, Jousting Contest turns Eddard and Randall into mini Knight of Flowers. Yeah. So I could I could see that. One of him for now or Yeah. Oh I don't know though. That's seven cost. And he's seven our banner. Pretty hefty. I'm, I'm not okay convinced. leaving him out for now. I'm I'm not I just think he's it's too rich. Too rich for my blood. <laughs> uh, I assume we'll be we'll probably be playing some pleasure barges who do Knock we our will economy a bit. probably be doing that. I don't think we can justify help. seven cost up. Who isn't the main faction? I I like the idea, and I think we could come back to him. All right. Uh, Maester Lewin, we no. probably don't get enough value no, out of no him. point. Uh, Sansa one. Oh, two. Two, I think. Sure. Sure. She's a lady. She is a lady, and it's thematic. And she yeah, accelerates exactly. the wind condition elsewhere. Yep. And if there's anything, Nedley Voltron decks are definitely the best kind of Voltron decks. Oh, we're ticking all the boxes. We're ticking every box <laughs> of things not to do. Uh, just looking through the rest of the cards, I don't want any of them. What you don't want Templestone Knight? Knight? I think I think Templestone Knight is the, uh, the only one I would want. <laughs> Templestone Knight now, is the only one I would want, I think. I've, so, I've yeah. brought this up at local game nights, and I'm going to bring it up now on the cast, right? You know how I love to discuss artwork? Yeah. Right, do me a favour, just bring up... Uh, I assume we're all on Throne DB, right? Yep. Click on that Tumblestone right there. Sure. I've got, really, three things to discuss with this artwork. I think the I first, know what one of them is. The first one is, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> he's, leading his, not, he's leading his horse across the Tumblestone. But there must be a bridge, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but, but the phrase have the bridge, clearly. Secondly... This art has been doing its rounds for some time. This is first, This is second ed art, isn't it? Or LCG no. art, first ed. Uh, it is CCG art. I have CCG copies of the Tumblestone Knight. Yeah. And uh, his stat line is identical, but he's lost his war crest. That's it. Now, my third point. Look at that horse. Look at the way yep. that horse is looking <laughs> at that guy. He is literally throwing him shade. Like, <laughs> that horse is saying, the fuck are you doing? Like, one, we're walking through a river. 
Yeah. Two, it's on a gradient of like 65 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed the gradient. Yeah, that is, it is a very steep river. That, they're going <laughs> that horse is so pissed off with what's going on. Like, what the fuck are you playing at? There's a bridge like, 100 yards away. Stop trying to prove a point. I can't swim. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, on to the point. I reckon we should, for that. we should put him in. Okay, how many? Should we put three in for now? Yeah. I think it's three in and three in and chop down. It's they're so yeah. efficient. Yeah. yeah. So it's three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen, fourteen start cards. Yeah, that's a good place to start. I think we need one more. Well, I mean, like, no, with... no, it's twelve. Oh well, we're fine then. <laughs> I've well, I've not had to play with. I've got fourteen. Yeah, I've got fourteen. No, no, I meant Craven thought you needed 15 for the... Oh, uh, sorry, sorry. That's not the first time I've heard that mistake today, so it's common. Yeah. yeah. No need to be ashamed. I am ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to drink so, more. <laughs> do, we, do we go characters now? Yeah, Char- sure. Characters? Yeah, yeah. Totally um, in, yeah. Yeah, and neutral. I've got them both up at the moment. Uh, Arbor Knight, he seems yep. reasonable. He's a knight. Yep. It's a good, it's a good icon spread. Can I mean, we start with three like, and cut? Yeah, oh, with, with our like event package being probably three Lady Sansa's rows, and our opponent probably knowing that as soon as we flip our faction and agenda, every chump challenge with the Arbor Knight becomes very scary. Because if we happen to win it <laughs> yeah. when they're attacking alone, that could be a three power swing. No, oh, I like what you're saying. That is very true. I'll have three of him for now. I've discussed yeah. this guy's artwork at length before, but I'm still perplexed. <laughs> what is he doing? I think he's, he's not charging like... anyone on that beach. <laughs> I think it's just like a photo op, really. He's it's like showing off. Tyrell, like war propaganda. There's yeah. like, look at our pretty knights. So they had him like pose on the beach. He does I... look glorious, though. I was listening to your rant when I was uh, <laughs> waiting in Minnesota airport. Flying back from Worlds. Oh yeah, that's the last time I drank a bottle of rum. Actually, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I remember giggling in the terminal, just like. Uh, uh. I love the artwork. Beach. I love talking about artwork. It's my favorite thing. Okay, um, Curtisan of the Rose. That's a fucking good icon spread, but I don't think we're gonna have the room. Unfortunately, do we need it? She's yeah. a companion, and we know what that means. We know what that means. Do. <laughs> we know what that means. <laughs> but I don't think we need him. Nah. Uh, and also, I think we're okay I, um, for that icon spread, especially at that cost. The Arbor yeah. Knight and Sansa do sort of bulk that bit out, so that's fine. Uh, yeah. Garden Caretaker then, three of. Yep, three. Yeah. Oh, now the first controversial one, Lady in Waiting. Now, yeah. our, our deck build suggests <laughs> we want them, but I think they're shite. I agree. Yeah. I, I don't think really... None, yeah, yeah, none of our ladies are that important. Come that back, the Noble Crest. It is, I will say, it's pretty cool with Arya. Yes. They are dupes, but not cool enough to warrant space in this deck. Agreed. All right. I can hear Card Game DB groaning already. Left. Oh, are we doing the one of each, or are we doing none? Because think... I'm not running more than one. No, I, I, I feel really bad agree. running one. Um, I, think, I think if we're... Oh, man. I, I'm kind of torn because, on the one hand, I feel like if Knight of Flowers is kind of doing all of our attacking, it'd be nice to have something to defend. 
and left and right are good for that, but we're already at 20 characters, and we're on L, so I'm not super sure that we're going to have space. Well, the low um, end of our curve has got, what, three other knights? If we yeah. The low end of the curve is one to two. Well, we've got three brands. We're pretty low. And yeah, then, I mean, we have, we have then 15, we've got two one, or lower. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I don't think we need them. Yeah. I really don't. Yep. Work on the sort of the old first ed bases of like 10 to 11, one costs. Yeah. One to two. It's like, I don't think we really need to worry. Yeah. My only thing, it would actually be reasonable to include them in this deck because we could actually consider two copies of summons. Yeah. Because we want to see the Night of Flowers so much. But I think you're right that we've got so many low cost characters, we don't need them at this point. I would like to put one in out. of each for now and then we can cut them later. We could always chop out maybe an Arbor Knight and a Tumblestone Knight one of each but uh, I think I'd rather have knights. The we're losing cards. knights yeah, yeah. So Especially one as in... soon as as soon as the next pack comes out this deck is definitely taking the plot that gives knights renown yes <laughs> so let's stick a left in and see what happens yeah yeah okay, okay. little finger if we're running pleasure barge I don't think we need right. to run him yeah probably not nope. skipping over him Mesa Lomas Nope. 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 <laughs> got this guy. He got a, he got the short end of the stick in the transition, didn't he? Yeah. To be fair, he was never that good. No, nah, he was a three cost. He was maester. a three cost, three strength Baratheon Maester, and that is what it was. Mm. Yep. <laughs> in all the years, him. he didn't even have a learn step crest. In all the years of playing Barrow Maesters, I never used his ability. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he sent me to Worlds, and I didn't use him all tournament. I don't think. He sent you to Worlds. I killed that son of a bitch in our semi-final game. <laughs> <laughs> you sent you to Worlds. Don't don't put baby in the corner. Right. Um, Marjorie Tyrell. Three. Yep. Oh, God, fucking hate <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like her art. She doesn't look nice in her art. She looks like a, like a goth. Like she's underneath that long hair. She's wearing like a fucking Slipknot hoodie. I bet she's got like one of those chokers on. Like it's just really high up, and you can't see Don't it. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, fires up my loins. <laughs> okay, three of her. Moving on. Elena's informant. Not for this deck, is it? Nope. Well, she synergizes pretty well with the Knight of Flowers if we're getting multiple challenges, but. I don't. I don't really want to. I think she's just too expensive. I don't think we're like ever going to be able to pay that for ambush cost. Agreed. Paxa, one, one, yeah, one of him. Standy Randy. I'd, I'd like at least two of him. I was going to say at least. I was going to come yeah, yeah. two as well. All right. Is he good up? Uh, I can see an argument for Rattleshirts Raiders. Mm, I mm. hate Rattleshirts Raiders. I do, I kind of am with you there, Craven. I'm not a huge fan of them. Okay. Um, it's more that. Uh, you know, if the Knight of Flowers gets milked or whatever, you can use them. But okay. I think relying on confiscation will just be better. Yeah, I mean, and there's enough other things to win challenges in this deck. Right, and if we We've get the characters. if we get to the point where like we're in testing where we're finding that people are milking him all the time and it's too much for confiscation, then I could see putting one or two of them back in. But there's a lot of um, group thing going around that goes against running milk. Up until this point, when Nymeria's come out, I think yeah. we'll lean more towards running it. 
Which makes me yeah. think it's not just their shite, maybe one of them, but it's so conditional that I don't even think putting one of them in the deck is actually going to make any real difference over a running confiscation. Well, especially because also, oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. We can't. I'd, say, I'd be okay easy. with one for now. Uh, I'm not actually sure we have room, to be fair. I think we should just gloss over them. Okay. Yeah. Personally. Because I think, I think you're right in that the odds of drawing them when we need them is fairly slim well, if we only run one. But like you said, we are so. we are potentially running multiple summons. True. I think, True. yeah, if, if we find we need them, we can cut left and right and put in Rattle Shirt 3. Well, let's put one in. Let's put one in and see how it looks at the end. We're sure. looking for, what's, what, 32, 33 characters, tops? So... Yeah, Possibly something like people. that. Yeah. So we've already established we could put one right in to match for left, so let's just skip over. Um, Sirio, no. No, I think yes. I think yes, yes as well, yeah. Give the Knight of Flowers stealth. How, yeah, exactly. How many? Just one. I th- I think one, yeah. All yeah. Right. We've got some decisions to make in a minute. Knight of Flowers, three, obviously. Three. <laughs> um, Lady Elena. Zero. No, yeah. No Diana Rig for us. No, she really fucking lucked out on this one. Um, Varys. I feel sad not taking Varys, but I agree with uh, Patrick last week on White Book saying... Could Patrick doing the rounds? Got... I know, right? <laughs> I, when, when, when I booked him, or he came to me asking for a book... When you spoke to his agent. Uh, I wasn't aware <laughs> <laughs> that he was going to be on last week, initially. Well, all right. Cheeky. Um, <laughs> we both took Glazer decks to a store championship in the same weekend. Glazer's going to be unsufferable. Oh, he's already been unsufferable about it. Oh, yeah. um, but Patrick dropped Varus, and I increased the number of Varuses. <laughs> so, yeah. what does that tell you? I'll take that back about um, Glazer being unsufferable. He is um, an absolute gentleman when it comes to sharing deck lists, <laughs> and I thank him for it. Um, oh. I do. I've got a lot of love for Glazer. Um, anyway, Varys, then. Uh, well, I don't, the thrust of Patrick's argument was that if you've got the Knight of Flowers, it doesn't matter how many characters you I don't think we can fit him in. Yeah, I agree okay. with that, too. And also, like, if we can't dupe the Knight of Flowers, we can never trigger Varys. True. So, oh, sorry, Varys. Wardens of the Reach. I love Wardens of the Reach. I've got a real thing about these guys, but I don't think this is the deck for them. I don't care for them. Yeah, I, I mean, I like them in Tyrell Main if we're running three of the Rose Garden because they're they just get really big really fast and that's pretty cool. But I don't think we have room. We'd have to cut left and right basically if we want to have them in here. Which just leaves us with the Wildling Horde, which is an easy zero for me. Yep. So that actually puts us on thirty-three characters, guys. I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm okay with that. And if we have further slots down the line. Randall or uh, a third Randall or an Eddard. Yeah. That puts us on 33 characters. Um, let me just have a quick save of this and have a look at the cost curve. Um, you know, actually, if you're, if you're in the build, you can just click charts at the top and then it'll show you the curve. Hang on. I saved it without actually giving it a name and now I can't load it. Oh, there we go. Um... <laughs> Charts. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, whoa. Okay. No, that looks about right to me. I don't know about you guys, but that looks okay. It spikes around the two and three and then drops towards yep. the end. It's a pretty low curve deck. 
Yep, which I like. It's a bit low on intrigue icons, but I can imagine we'll be adding some little birds. I yes. imagine we'll definitely be adding some little birds. <laughs> so that's fine. So that is characters done. Yep. On to locations. Does yeah. it bother you guys as much as it bothers me that attachments and locations are in the wrong order on Thrones DB? Like, if you're going yes. from left to right, attachments yeah. are first. Now you've mentioned it, yeah, it does actually seem strange. I'm a massive fan of the icons I've used, though. It's very, very yeah. good. My location one is, is inspired. <laughs> yeah. The paperclip, though. <laughs> I like that, too. They're, they're are you writing a letter? Um, <laughs> so. Are you building a deck? You need more Are you building a deck? You need talent. <laughs> so, um, should we stop with reducers? Get those out of the way. Or should we go down in order? Yeah, let's go down in order. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Gates of Winterfell. Nope. Nope. Heart Tree Grove. Nope. No, nope. I don't need it. High Garden. Yes. Probably two. And the reason I say two is because. Lady Sansa's Rose also works on defense. So if oh, you can yes. high garden out attackers, that's pretty cool. Okay, that's quite a niche interaction, though. Do we need it twice? Probably not. I'd be okay with one high garden. Dave, you've gone quiet. Nope, sorry. I'm happy with one. I was talking like here and there through that, but I mic- muted my microphone, Max. You so bet it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, pleasure barge. Um, three, three. You think? I, I don't know. Oh. I, I've not played much Tyrell Mainhouse, so I don't really know what the what the good number is. Three is pretty steep. You can get yourself in a bit of a hole, but I'm not opposed to it necessarily in this deck. I mean, our curve is very low, so our curve is very low. I could be okay with three for now. Right, chicken three. Would you would you prefer two? Uh, I might prefer two, but uh, I'd like to try it out. Okay, let's put three. Three for now. now. Rose Garden. I reckon this is a easy three. Yep. Well, uh, uh, it depends. Do we need that much economy? Mm, yeah, right. I might actually say two Rose Garden. Because my go-to economy at the moment is three Kings Road, three Rose Road, two in-house reducer. That is also my go-to. And then go-to. The, the one costs. Yeah. Like, we don't have the Queen of Thorns. We probably don't need three of them. Okay. No, I, I My only concern is if we have three Pleasure Burgers, the economy could become more of an issue. True, true. We do have Paxter as well. That's true. I, I'm okay with two Rose Garden. Okay. I think we might want to revisit Pleasure Bards in a Okay, should we should we go down to two pleasure? I, I, I think now? so. Freezy leaves me feeling slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. But those cards. I have those cards, oh. but that treachery. Um, hang on. But we have brand. Treachery. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Treachery does work on pleasure bar, doesn't it? Oh yeah. It does yeah. probably like the second best target after Varus for treachery. Mm. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> brutal. I don't know, Benjen is pretty good. Benjen is pretty good. Benjen is heartbreaking. <laughs> don't talk about I got, I got I got secondary names Benjen two games in a row. Uh, <laughs> like, you're killing him again. I have a gold left, yeah? Well, I'm just going to treachery him. Oh, all right. <laughs> Shadow Black Lane. 
Uh, I think he's well, we haven't built put right. any events in yet. I, I, I would like to come back to Shadow Black Lane. I actually think maybe because just the thought because this is a Voltron deck, it's inherently pretty janky, and just the thought of giving the Knight of Flowers an Intrigue icon, winning an Intrigue challenge with him, going and finding Lady Sansa's Rose, and then immediately playing it just seems amazing. You're definitely right. So um, I'm happy to come back to that one based on what events we've got. Yeah. Straight up sisters? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think we really need the Iron Throne either. Nope. Nope. Three Kings Road? Yep. Yep. Now, Amanda. I would like My it first to thought would be at least gone. two. Sorry. Yeah, I, I would have said two. We've got to have it in Three. there somewhere along the line because it's had raw. Although, I will say this. While the Knight of Flowers is amazing, he's not great at winning by five. No, that's my fault. He's going to win, but he's not going to win by five. So that is the only issue that I am feeling there. Um, yeah, but which is why I'd stray away from three, certainly. For sure. And, um, but I mean, we do have Randall, and it's I mean, possible. we've got Marge, yeah. and I assume we're going to take Heartsbane as well. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think we'll be okay with two. I think two's probably good. See, if there were just a few more direwolves that weren't loyal, we could have played with the naval dogs as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we could trigger all the win by five this is, this is approaching Rowan but that gets, that, that's, that's a completely different janky deck yeah, yeah that's that's a whole another level of jank yeah because because then you defend yeah one defender and then you just boat in all your direwolves <laughs> <laughs> but then he's not attacking alone so he doesn't get the event anymore yeah you can't trigger Lady Sansa's Rose but it so, would yeah. be okay. to win by five with that. That would be pretty funny. Yeah. Three Rose Roads. Okay. Three Rose Roads. There are nothing left. Yep. Wolfwood yeah, and Winterfell Castle, not today. Not at all. 13 locations, leaving us room for, what, 14 events slash attachments. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about attachments, Sam. Uh, so we're going to need some number of little birds. I think three is that number. I think three is the sure. correct number. Yeah, especially as Stark doesn't bring us that many intrigue icons. Yeah, I mean, if we look at our if we look at our icon counts, I think we have like six intrigue icons. So I'm pretty okay with. Yeah, they're useful across the board, aren't they? Cool. I mean, even just giving a tumblestone knight an intrigue icon is great. The fact they pop back to hand True. is pretty yep. useful. Cool, I'm happy with that. Heartsbane. Uh, two? Two, yeah. I think two is the right number. Two, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Uh, I assume we're going to want a number of bodyguards? Yes. Um, the question is, what is that number? Probably one or two. I don't think we want three. No, I don't want. Three. We need to give some sort of forward consideration to the fact we're building a uh, Voltron deck. Yeah. So, how many seals are we taking? Uh, at least two. Probably three. Yeah, I think. I think so. if we're taking three. That is it. 
for attachments. Yeah. Eight attachments is a lot. A lot. More than I'm happy with. <laughs> you can set up attachments now, remember. It's fine. And we have the pleasure barge to kind of like go through our deck and make sure we see characters and things. So. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm okay with no bodyguard. Okay. If we start, if like, if you, I mean, if if you're ever going to take this to a tournament, I wouldn't probably. First of all, but uh, <laughs> if you were, I'd probably throw in some bodyguards just because, like, if you if you get Night of Flowers like Varist or put to the sword or tears or something, I mean, you're you're kind of hosed. I would like to make this tournament proof. So let's let's all think about right. bodyguards. Right. Let's start again then. Uh, <laughs> so again, Lannister, Ban of the Rose. Um, <laughs> Lovely. Um, I think. Uh, I think. How about one seal, one little bird out, two bodyguards? Oh, don't. Oh man, I I I can't make that trade. I mean, the the, uh, the thing with seal is that you really want to dupe seal of the hand, because otherwise okay. you're going to get it confiscated immediately. How about we lose High Garden? Okay. High Garden was definitely a uh, jankier part of the. And it's yeah, fucking expensive. It, it it's is. very expensive. So, okay. High Garden out, Bodyguard in. We are now only running three loyal cards, though. Which is a little weird. But I'm okay with it. Because honestly, <laughs> in Stark, we would probably also only be running, like, two loyal cards. So. Yeah. Well, we're running quite a low curve, which is. You know, um, Tyro was helping us there. If we moved so, to Stark, we'd be bringing in what Grey Wind and maybe Rob. I do, yeah. We and, might just uh, bring in Rob and Caitlin. Caitlin. Uh, but I think the Manda and the Pleasure Barge are more useful. Mm -hmm. I agree. So that's fine. So one bodyguard or two one bodyguard. We could drop a little bird for a bodyguard. I really don't like dropping little birds out of this deck, honestly. Because no. Tears is just everywhere. Tears is a thing now, especially yeah. Nymeria floating about. Yeah, and I mean, if Nymeria is what you're actually looking at, Little Bird's not going to help, but still. Two Little Birds will. That's true. The, all the parties <laughs> in run three, if you see two of them, I would definitely put two Little Birds on the Night of Flowers if I was playing a deck that had Martell. Definitely. Okay, so at least just okay. six room, um, six slots, potentially seven if you want to go to a, a DC baiting deck for um, events. <laughs> oh, we're, we're running 61 cards. That is a given. Okay. <laughs> so from the top, the bear and the maiden fair. Nope. Nope. I'm fine with it, but I don't really want it, so I'm happy to say no. Yeah. There's no point running for the north. Definitely not. No. Growing strong. Hmm. Maybe? So, should we just quickly skip to Lady Sansa's Rose and put that in as the free? Yeah, let's just, let's just do that right away. Because that's um, important. So, there's just four slots. Okay, so, depending on how many of these we might want, um, Shadow Black Lane, uh, Elena's Cunning would be solid. I, I think agree. at this stage, we should expensive. drop Shadow Black Lane. We don't have it. We shouldn't put it in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I'd put it in mind just to just to remind us, but yeah, I'm happy to probably. Get rid of it. I like it because I think 
finding Lady Sansa's Rose is really important to having this deck win before it the Night of Flowers gets murdered. <laughs> so I am a little bit of a fan of it. But, okay. I mean, if we find enough events that we don't want it, I'm well, okay with it. I'm looking well, down the events as we speak, and none of them massively jumping out to me is necessary here. So we probably could make room for it, leaving us room for... Well, with it, we're at 58 cards. So if we take three Tyrell events, because I'm not fussed too much about the neutral events. Yeah, I agree. Like, we don't need the kill. I don't, do we want the kill? Probably, Probably not. Probably not. We've got brand um, for hand judgment. I mean, the only, yeah. the only thing that I would that I would say maybe on would be support of the people to go get the Mander. Yeah, still, again, winning by five is tough. It's true. But then you can't trigger the Mander anyway. Right. <laughs> so I would say some combination of Elena's Cunning and Growing Strong for our final slots. I would be leaning one Elena's Cunning, two Growing Strong, personally. Yeah. Or just, because I'm not that massively fussed about them, don't run them, don't run Shadow of Lane, just run more blokes. Or run Superior Claim. But again, winning my five. Yeah, true. Mm. Probably can't do it. Well, let's, uh, let's visit the idea of running more people. That puts a 36 characters. Who have we skipped over? A third Randall... Eddard. Oh, Eddard, no, I'm mates. sorry, man. Eddard is just not a good idea. <laughs> and, uh, of course, there's um, multiple copies of, like, uh, Syria or Rattle Shirts or something. Because getting past Tywin... I don't personally see the point of Elena's coming. But it allows you to search for things. Yeah, I would say the, the point would be if two we... Tops. I mean, it, they're... Honestly, like, they're probably going to name character for Elena's Cunning. That's typically what people name. Um, I, no, I think they name event, so you can't search out Lady Sansa's Rose. What about well, free Hands Judgment? Also possibly true. I could actually see Hands Judgment being better. Think about what's really, really popular at the moment. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, true. Um... Things yeah, I do for love is having a massive re- is having a massive resurgence. Um, Dracarys. So I reckon free hand judgment. So do you guys want okay. to drop Shadow Black Lane then? Uh, yes. That puts us on on sixty. Right, one more card then. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, cheeky, cheeky grown strong or a third Randall. I reckon a cheeky grown. Oh, I reckon a cheeky bodyguard. Oh yeah, I would yeah, also reckon yeah. Set up oh, ten attachments. Yeah, set up baby. <laughs> ten attachments is wonderful. So thirty-three yeah, characters. Yeah, ten attachments. Ten attachments. Not three, four, five, six, seven of them are only costing one. Yeah, solid. Like yeah. it. Plots. 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 At this stage, do we think this deck is good? Yeah, I think it's all right. It, it could it. definitely win some games. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd... I Dave, mean, you'd I'd... go to a tournament and win with it. Well, we'll see, maybe. Um, I've I've, been... I'm going to a friend's this weekend, and he's not played 2nd edition yet, and he said bring some decks. So I'll take this. deck and see what happens. He's only played a few games of 1st edition, so it won't be a fair fight, but we'll see what happens. I'll probably bring this to a store championship. Yeah. Yeah, why not? 
Oh, that suits me. If I haven't found a new thing I fancy by that point, I'll, I'm happy to take it somewhere as well. But I don't have any store country championships till March, so I've got a couple. More events. Right. Right. Plots. Um, we, so, we want some money, don't we, here? Yeah. What money do we want? This is, obviously, it's a fairly low curve. We have one six-cost character. And, yeah, everything else is five or less, and there's a lot of cheapies. So, it, is um, Noble Cause necessary? No. Is calling calling's better? I think. Well, I will say this about noble cause. While we don't really need to play like one big guy, we could pretty easily play a lot of smaller characters on a noble cause turn because we do have three ladies and one lord, two lords, all in the four or lower slot. So just like playing, you know, Arya, Marjorie, and a Chud on the same turn. That's that's a pretty big push in the character direction. True, it's still pretty decent. Yeah, yeah you're right. Noble is that plot that won't go away. Um, there is the lingering threat, of course, of naval, but mm, I think naval might hey, become more of a thing now that trading is out. I don't want trading. Does anybody else? No, stop trading. Trading's terrible. Nope, not in this deck. I don't <laughs> think. Well. If we had more, yeah, I don't think we need it. I I honestly don't think that I would mind the drawback very much in this deck because we really don't care how big their board is with Knight of Flowers. But I don't think we necessarily need the ten gold. Well, but, with that know, in mind, the first plot we're putting is confiscation. Oh yeah, yeah. What yeah, calm yeah. over Westeros for a money plot? I like it. Well, it's just a solid plot, isn't Probably it? Hit. Uh, we want at least one summons. Yep. Possibly two. One summons. So with one summons, one calm, one confiscation. I would say we want a closer, and that should either be Clash of Kings or Sneak Attack, and I would prefer Clash of Kings. I would prefer Clash, Clash of, of Kings, Kings all day long. Okay. Uh, um, coppers? We've got a decent amount of draw in the in the main deck. Um, it's on the f- I could see an argument for power behind the throne, which you don't see very often. You don't see very often. It would give us another Voltron opportunity. So that's yeah, that suits me. Yeah, I'm on board with it. I really don't like that plot in general, but seeing as this is a Voltron deck, I'm all about <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. Wildfire. I don't think so. We've already stated we're not that fussed about the board size. Yeah, I'm not fussed about it. Yeah, like Night Flowers does not care if you have three or twenty characters on the board. Cool. So Um, one more. I'm I'm leaning either a second copy of Summons or another money plot. There's jousting contest as well. I feel like since we cut High Garden, we don't really want it because yeah, honestly, like right. our our only two big characters are Knight of Flowers and Randall. Like we kind of want there to not be a jousting contest so that we can fling all of our cheap guys into a challenge. True, true. It would have been better if we had High Garden or Eddard, yeah, or both. Uh, okay, 
So I th- I think the second summons is better. Okay. It's card advantage and nothing else. Because, yeah, and we need things like we need to dig for the night flowers or a lady or left or right potentially or like a dupe for Randall or whatever. I will say I'm always... Or Syria. I'm always a little nervous about having only two plots with five or more gold. Mm. Especially because we we do have... Yeah, we do have Pleasure Barge, and we have, like, our centerpiece being five cost. Okay, so instead of that, do we run Calling? Yeah. Or do we run a second Noble Cause? Because as you did point out, we do have a lot of Lords and Ladies. We do have a lot of Lords and Ladies. I haven't put one in yet. Are we running one Noble? Oh, yeah. I thought we were, yeah. Hang on, we just did that in. I kind of like trading with the Pentoshi in this deck. What? Yep. Oh, I don't know. What? I mean, think about I can see it. see your we point, just, like, because we just doesn't matter what we use. all of the characters that we have on, on our, in our hand on the board, and they do too, and then we have the Night of Flowers, so we'll still win challenges. I guess it helps if you want to play out Seal. Yeah. And, like, the and Mad Syrio... I mean, it, it's either calling the banners... Or trading with the Pintoshi. I would rather have calling the banners, but I will. If you guys want Pintoshi, I'm happy for that. Oh, this is tough. I think calling. Okay, I'm okay with it. I'd like to revisit your sure. attachments yeah. very, very briefly. Sure. We're we're making this around the night. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Buffing him up to strength eight makes him nigh on unbeatable. Beyond Tywin, with a lot of money. You want to go up to three hearts, Bane? I do. And probably drop... <sighs> something. <laughs> um, <laughs> third hearts, Bane. Um, I, I want to say Little Bird, but I know that's probably not the right decision. It probably should be Seal of the Hand. Uh, we have Power Behind the Throne, which takes a bit of pressure off Seal of the Hand. I would drop a Bodyguard before I drop to Seal of the Hand. Mm, but I mean, the trouble with Heartsman is that, well, yeah, I mean, it, it is unique, so getting two of them is not necessarily ideal. I just think if we're throwing it all behind the Night of Flowers, we need to no, make all the tools behind him I'm with you. Him work. So... With no way, if we weren't running building season, you know, we're not going to be able to sort yeah. of guarantee seeing this. So I think we need a third hearts plane. I'm with you. Unless we go to a third hearts plane and drop left and right. But I, I kind of like the fact we've got quite a lot below curve. Yeah, me too. And with that summons, if we've already got a Night of Flowers set up, we can go and seek out the second part of that combo. So, bodyguard down to one, hearts bound to three. Go down to one. One, did you say? One bodyguard, yeah. One bodyguard, yeah. Dave. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I I worry about the protection for him. I mean, we have brand for the events. We have dupes in general, and we have that. hands judgment. That is true. So he's probably safe from the killer. He's pretty loaded. The only thing we've really got to worry about is. Gaston Grey. And Gaston Grey. Oh. <laughs> Gaston Grey, shit, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, you know, I feel like, like if we not. just, I feel like they just play Gassinger and we just scoop up our cards and like, good game. I think we just run into it as many times as it takes to get through, right? Six probably, right yeah. Just like, uh, you, we can still probably run, win before they get off their Doran's game combo if that's what they're doing. So you just run the Knight of Flowers into it like a thousand times. Most Mar most Martel decks we know of are running Lannister Banner two, yeah, which means Gaston Grey isn't an issue. Yeah, I wouldn't expect many Martel main houses. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I'm a little nervous about going down to one bodyguard because Varys is is popular. Thing. So why don't we? So we drop a hand judgment for a bodyguard. I could. I'd be I okay could with that. that. We got Bran. Yeah, yeah, we got Bran. So two hand judgment, two bodyguards. Yep. That's protection across the board, leveled out. Um, yeah. We said we we would revisit a couple of choices. We would revisit Rapture's Raiders. And would revisit left and right. As it stands, I think they're probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, good I'm happy with them. If we wanted to desperately bring it down to 60, I would drop Rattle Shirts. But given the context of a deck we're building, they're probably okay. Yeah. I don't run 60 card decks if I can help it now. Yeah, just <laughs> a one of the We've done it. Fantastic. Look at that. Banter behind the throne. Episode, what is it? 29. Episode 29. Lovely. Flowers. Nice flowers. Voltron. I will save it and I will publish it this time on the day we make the episode go out. Yeah, last time you put it up like four days earlier. It was insane. I don't even know how that was possible. I broke the internet. Mm. Kim Kardashian's backside. Well, that was fun. Definitely. Would you take this to a tournament now, Dave? Uh, I would certainly consider it, yeah. I think it would be fun to play. I've got nothing to prove. I could take that. Oh, it says it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the only one with something to prove. I'm going to do a couple of quick the... test draws. Right, seven cards set up. What have I got? Uh, seven cards set up would be amazing. <laughs> oh, no, that's not good. Marjorie. Right, that's five. Do I set up a pleasure barge? Obviously not. <laughs> Terrible. Mulligan. Oh, that's not so bad. Three, four, five. Got six, a four. I've got a three card set up off that, including Sansa, Bran, Aria. I won't set up Aria. Put up High Garden, though. Mm, it's not High Garden. It looks like it should set up quite well. Should yeah, that was a five turn set up. That's, uh. If I set up a pleasure barge, that would be a seven card setup, but I'm not going to do that, so that'd be a six card setup. Lovely. Yeah, this is. It seems like it's getting pretty good setups. <laughs> I've got. I, I just did one. A duped Randall with a little bird and a heart's pain. That is bold. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Please don't march like, me. I dare you to have march the wall. <laughs> that's a five card setup from me. Sansa, Garden Caretaker, Arbor Knight, Tumblestone Knight. And uh, money location. I love setting up Sansa. Yeah. It's great. So good. Yeah, these setups look alright. Not amazing, but yeah, solid. solid. So, I'll agree with that. There's so many low-cost characters, you're just laughing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. 
Dupe Aria and Dupe Knight of Flowers. Oh, that's alright. Nothing wrong with that. We're, okay, we're, we're laughing then. Great, okay, so we'll publish that. Um, by the time you're listening to this, loyal listeners and fans of the show, it should be available on ThronesDB um, under the title of Banter Behind the Throne, episode 29, dash Flowers Voltron. Um, I called mine Voltron of Flowers. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's good. I like that. Voltron of Flowers, you should change it. I, I'm going to change it right now. <laughs> um, it will be known as Voltron of Flowers. Um, download it, play an Octagon. Let us know what you think. Um, that pretty much brings us to a close, I believe. Yeah, I'm going to go build that, that deck right now. Let's do it. Let's play it. Um, let's know. I'd, like I'd like to finish on a quote, but I haven't got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of the idea, um, and then I haven't actually got one. So I'm desperately looking for certain quotes. So fill some time amongst yourselves. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> well, it's been great having you on, Patrick. Yes, so thank you. thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Good. Good. It's a lot of fun. It wasn't too <laughs> oh, I found a quote. Go on, Some black sails. Right. Captain Flint. Let's beat this bitch. <laughs> <laughs>